found it. This is the Tidbits Podcast with Dale Lau and Matthew Paul. We're so glad you're here. Enjoy the show. It's a Friday edition of Tidbits. This is the 21st day of January. Well, we got another week. I guess another week and a couple of days we'll be out of the month. Gosh. How about that? How about that? Oh, it's here before you know it. Mm. Good to see you, Matt. So uh, I learned this morning. Yeah, Meatloaf passed away. Yeah, that's true. So I played some "Paradise by the Dashboard Lights." Okay. Very long song. Yes, it yeah. is. Yeah, undisclosed right now as to what he passed away from. Seventy-four years old, though. Yeah. So it says his family was with him. So I presume he's had an illness. Right. It's just not being disclosed. But. Sure. What a a legend. I'll tell you, man, the next several years, we're going to see more and more of those, uh, you know, classic, classic rock type, you know, icons pass away. So, yeah, (sighs) I mean, look at the age of, you know, it's, I guess it's easy for me to think, you know, well, I'm still, I'm only 18, you know, and you, (laughs) and you forget just how old you are and how old they've got to be. Right. But, um, you know, my, my parents are me at Love's age. Yeah. You know, <laughs> you know I, I think back to, you know, some of the artists that were around and I think, man, my parents wouldn't have done anything like that. <laughs> you know? I think about that too. Yeah. It's like, I can't imagine my dad running yeah. around on the stage playing guitar. He, he doesn't even like rock and roll. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Now, this is interesting. Scientists say they have an explanation as to why time flies when we get older. Okay. You know how it is when you're little. Except January. Yeah. January just... <laughs> After the holidays, that the first month of the new year is just uh, drags. It's the worst. But, you know, when you're seven or so years old and you're seeing the countdown to Christmas, it takes forever. It really does. It really does, man. It's like... You go and you have Thanksgiving at Grandma's house, and then, you know, Black Friday shopping, and then it's like, okay, Christmas is forever. Yeah. But as you're older, it just flies. Yeah. As we age, the speed in which our brains obtain and process images gradually slows. This slowing of the brain's imaging speed causes perception of time to speed up. It's not that their experiences were much deeper or more meaningful it's just that they were being processed in rapid fire so maddie as you mature you've been a boy for a number of years Mm. the nerves (laughs) (laughs) and neurons in your brain maddie yes also mature growing in size and complexity oh consequently new neural signals memories are faced with a longer path to travel than when we were young. Hmm. So the nerves also deteriorate as we age, slowing down the flow of electrical signals throughout the brain or the mind. So because older folks are processing far fewer images within a given amount of time Hmm. that they used to in their youth, it feels like time is (laughs) passing at a faster rate. Why is (laughs) every... Everything scientific it does. It just makes you fall asleep. Uh, that's funny. 
That's interesting. Yeah. That is really interesting. So there's an explanation anyway as to why time seems to go so much faster. Oh, I remember looking at the newspaper, you know, little Snoopy. The uh, Charlie Brown gang were counting down the days to Christmas. Yes. And they have a little calendar. Mm. 15 days. (laughs) (laughs) Even when we got out for Christmas break, it was like forever before Christmas got here. (sighs) Are you reading the text we just got? Yeah, passing the meatloaf. Oh, they say all weekend of meatloaf. So that means you'll have to volunteer your time, come in and play us some tunes. <laughs> Sorry, I can't make that decision. It's above my pay <clears throat> But I like the, um, how you put it, volunteer my time. Yeah. Yeah. Why don't you uh, play a little meatloaf for me? Hey, I'm going to need you. So speaking of science, yeah. last night... My daughter was studying for her chemistry, her chemistry test that she has today. Is she good at chemistry? No. Okay. She, she, gosh, I'm not sure she likes it, but okay. she, she knows she needs to do well, you know, that sort right, of thing. Right. So, so she does. Um, and it was funny because I asked her, I started quizzing her. I'm like, all right, what's the, uh, what's the chemical symbol for iron? F.E. Is what's, that right? Yeah. How what's, about that? What's the chemical symbol for gold? Oh, man, I know it. AU. Okay. Silver. Okay. AG. I, 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 yeah. Hydrogen. I'm up. I A. give. I give. I mean, all these things. I give, Matt. And she she's like, I don't know. And she so, didn't know them? And so that, that well, it, it sparked off a conversation between my wife and I Oh. that, you know, when we both took chemistry, we had to memorize the periodic table. Like, right. we had to. Yeah. And... I remember, you know, it was always on the wall in the chemistry classroom. And on the day we had our test on it, there'd be a big black sheet over it or something. Yeah. It's like, gosh, whatever. No, no last looks. No. Um, and so my wife pointed out, she's like, I think they figured out that it's not that important to memorize all that stuff that you can. It's OK to have a reference to look at and say, well, what goods do you to know those? Right. I still know several. <laughs> See, I don't recall them, except iron. <laughs> and I failed chemistry. Like, I failed chemistry. Now, my teacher pulled me aside. She's like, I know you're trying. I'm going to give you a D plus, okay? Oh, or a D or whatever. So, how about that? So she got me through, even though I've technically failed. It's just, I just don't recall that. That stuff I, do, I didn't have a lot of interest in. Right. But I recall all the uh, great tales of sailing, you know, around the world. Sure. The tales of scurvy. Oh, yeah. And, scurvy. And- <laughs> you know, as a kid, you're wondering, what the heck, scurvy? And you really don't figure it out till you're an adult. Sure. And nobody ever tells you. It just yeah. sounds terrible. Yeah. Oh, these guys all had scurvy. <laughs> <laughs> right. So, <laughs> not enough fresh fruits and vegetables. Exactly. <laughs> Here's an American Airlines flight to London turned around Wednesday night and returned to Miami after a woman on the plane refused to wear her mask. Oh, lady. (laughs) Mm. Dang it, lady. American Airlines flight 38 with service from Miami to London returned to Miami due to a disruptive customer refusing to comply with the federal mask requirement. 
Flight was about an hour and a half in. Oh, geez. Flying at 34,000 foot above the Atlantic Ocean. When you think about that, that's quite scary. <laughs> just don't. <laughs> that's just so high. Don't think know? about it too much. Yeah. When it made a U-turn and returned to the airport. So you're an hour and a half in. I will, I will turn this car around. <laughs> and they did. <laughs> the airline says it called Miami police. and officers escorted a woman off the plane at Miami International without incident. Do you think people threw stuff at her as she's... That's got to be terrible. You know, you don't want that kind of... Now, come on, lady. A spokesperson for the Miami-Dade Police Department said Thursday that American Airlines staff dealt with the passenger administratively. CNN says the flight was canceled oh, geez. after it returned to the gate. That's even worse. Right. So here you are. You're planning a fantastic trip across the pond. It's terrible. I... Uh, read a story the other day a kid from from england was heading back to florida for college he was from england he was the only kid on the plane the only person on the plane are you serious yeah God. he was it wow <laughs> what a luxurious flight that for is sure, nine man. hours of luxury yeah the, the only thing they didn't let him do is go to first class now that's silly come on why wouldn't they why i guess they gave him free food and drinks well sure you know <laughs> But no, no, sir, you can't step. You can't step past this uh, curtain. And, and is it really that luxurious? Okay, just past that curtain is a magical kingdom. Yes. <laughs> oh, the seats are bigger. <laughs> uh, it's six thirty-two. <sighs> wow. Let's check news. We'll uh, check in with Karen. We've got a look at weather on the way. We'll see how our notes compare today mm. when it comes to our weather. This is tidbits. Made me think seeing you play the air drums. Yes. How's things going with the band? Uh, well, <laughs> the holidays kind of wrecked us. Okay, all right. COVID has wrecked us. Yeah, yeah. And uh, we just haven't. Okay. Women. So it's not been permissible to really get much work in. Not, not okay. really. All right. Had to get the band update. Yeah. Our guitar player had a kid. Oh my goodness. Oh, life changes. Yeah. And such a star-studded future for you all. <laughs> but yeah, I heard this past Sunday, they're still talking, you know, we, we can still get stuff together by April and go. All right. Well, I wish you the best. Thanks, buddy. And the, the band. Here's a guy from Maryland found dead in his home, surrounded by over 100 venomous and non-venomous snakes. Hmm. That's just... Police had responded to the 49-year-old man's home after a neighbor reported that he saw the man lying on the floor unconscious. He went to check on the man after not seeing him for more than a day. EMS and fire officials forced their way through the front door of the home. That's when Fireman Dale walked right straight back out. (laughs) (laughs) Were they? Yep. They pronounced the man dead. Police said there was no evidence of foul play, and the man's body was transported to the office 
of the chief medical examiner in Baltimore for an autopsy. Police did discover over 125 snakes of several different varieties inside the home, which the man's neighbor was uh, unaware of the snakes. Because <laughs> snakes don't make a lot of noise. Yeah. So they called in the animal control to rescue the reptiles with experts from North Carolina and Virginia. <laughs> a spokesperson for the Charles County Animal Control said, at this point, we have not uh, uncovered or determined that any of the snakes actually were not secured after this gentleman's death. A 14-foot Burmese python was the biggest of them all. So there could be a little snake just hiding in a corner somewhere that oh, they missed, geez. just just sitting there. Just This is my house now. Couch cushion. Oh, yeah. You know, something. Yeah, something. You know. Curled up and waiting. Oh, jeez. You know, the worst thoughts, those <sighs> incidents of people reporting snakes in their crapper. Yeah. All right, you sit down there and there come on. Hey. Oh, Matt. I just, or something worse in your crapper. You know, like a rat, a water rat. Okay, it's a water rat. Just the worst. <sighs> Especially if you'd go to your crapper and you'd see little wet paw marks across your floor. <laughs> then you know something's amok. You know? Yes. And you don't know where they go like yeah. after that. You got a <laughs> water rat in your yeah. home. What a great day that would be. <laughs> Sir, you've got water rats. <laughs> The, the, Speaking uh, of which, when last week when we were in in Fort Wayne, yeah, because um, Coop was you know part of the Allstate Middle School Honor <laughs> Choir, we were getting him picked up at the end of the day at this big convention center, right? Yeah, and it empties out in this gigantic like hallway concourse thing, and um, so everybody's walking out. We're making our way to the doors. Bat flying around. Oh no, a bat! Yeah. You guys didn't bring it with you, did you? No, we didn't. <laughs> but there he was, flying around. First, we thought it was a bird, but then no, it was a bat. You're an expert with bats. Yeah. You should have taken like control. A, give, me a, give me a net. <laughs> I immediately got mad. Like, I immediately wanted to fight it, you know? <laughs> Don't worry, folks. <laughs> I'm experienced with bats. Yes. <laughs> oh, man, to bat. Yeah. <laughs> uh. It's like it the is, last thing you expect to see is oh, bat yeah. flying around. And women are always scared they're going to get in their hair. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Late last year, McDonald's began testing a new plant-based burger named McPlant. <laughs> That'll make them come running. <laughs> At eight locations across four states. Now they're expanding this test to even more locations. The McPlant will be added to menus at about 600 new restaurants. Starting on Valentine's Day. Don't you say it like that, Valentine's? Mm -hmm. <laughs> Customers will be able to try out vegan-friendly burgers <laughs> at locations in San Francisco Bay and Dallas-Fort Worth. The McPlant will only be available in these new markets for a limited time as supplies last. That's a terrible name. That's a terrible name, man. That's why the other ones, it's the Impossible Burger. It's and that, that, that sounds pretty good. Yeah. yeah. It's what, what, What's the other one? The Impossible Burger and... Uh, I can't remember the other yeah. one. But McPlant. That's a terrible <laughs> name, man. <It's, laughs> their thought department must be down. You know? Must be. Like, 
they've all got COVID. They've only got hot apple. <laughs> and he came up with McPlant. Yes. But he's pulling double duty. He's doing some some accounting on the side, some graphic design, marketing slogans. Why don't you call it like the McFaker? The McVegan. I don't McVegan. Know. Beyond Meat developed the McPlant alongside McDonald's. The uh, burgers made from peas. <laughs> oh boy, Matt. Yeah. Peas, rice, potatoes, and other plant-based ingredients. It's served on a sesame seed bun with tomato, lettuce, pickles, onions, mayonnaise, ketchup, mustard, and of course a slice of American cheese for an extra quarter. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you know what I order? You know, here's what I you know. Let's say I want. We'll call it a a flopper. Okay. Sure. I go, I want to order a flopper. <laughs> yeah. Now, I'm not ordering a flopper with cheese. I'm no. saying I'd like a flopper. Yes. And then, the, would you like cheese with... I know they're trying to upsell. Yes, they are. But it's... No, if I wanted cheese, I would have said a, well, a flopper I'm with cheese. Trying to, to get, quit getting angry. They're just doing their job. <laughs> that angers me. <laughs> I said exactly what I want. You're not going to talk... I don't want cheese, or I would have said. Do you know how many people probably go through there and order, and they're like, "I want a Whopper," blah, 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 and they get mad because cheese isn't on it. No, it's a flopper. Oh, I'm sorry, the yeah. flopper. And then they get mad because the cheese isn't on it. Yeah. Now, come on, you can't expect that. I mean, it says you can get a, whop, a flopper, or you can saying, get a flopper with cheese. I'm just saying. It's like you can now get, you go to these places. I expect to have cheese on it. That's, you know how it is. I mean, come on. You can get a one fourth pounder, sure, or a one fourth pounder with cheese. Yeah, there's options, right? If you just want a one fourth pounder, you, now we had a dude that worked here. Yeah, Nick, remember him when Nick yeah, worked here? Yeah. He doesn't like cheese. He's a weird fellow that just doesn't care for cheese. <laughs> And he would complain a lot that every time he would go places and ask for just a hamburger, no cheese, they would like, are you serious? And would still get it wrong. They would still bring him burgers with cheese all the time. You know, it's like if you don't want pickles or lettuce or special order shouldn't upset us. (laughs) All we ask is that you let us make it your way. Uh, Have it your way. From 1979. (laughs) marketing campaign that stuck with Dale. See, now, back in the day, those ads worked. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Of course, I thought if I wasn't going to be a broadcaster, I'd like to have been like a jingle writer or, you know, like Larry Tate and uh, and Samantha's uh, husband. Oh, yeah. Worked yeah. at the... Darren. Yeah. Yeah. Worked advertising. And I... <laughs> I dream of genie, right? Yeah. No, that was Bewitch. No, he was a I dream of genie. He was yeah, Bewitch. Yeah, Bewitch. Yeah, he was a like he a, was an astronaut. Yeah. yeah. But in Bewitched, yeah. her husband was an ad guy. Yeah, Darren. Yeah. yeah, he was an ad guy. Yeah. Two different Darrens. Yeah, that's right. York and Sergeant. Sergeant, yeah. Like Sergeant York. Yeah. A hero from World War One. There you go. See, I can go on and on. Oh, look at the time. So, anywho. All right. They, they, the McPlant, though, this thing could taste amazing, but the McPlant is a bad name. I'm sorry. It, it's a bad name for it. Because they say it tastes like the iconic McDonald's burger. <sighs> okay, great. They it's say just, it does. Well, look, a McPlant. <laughs> you. <laughs> That's how <it> can... <laughs> 
<laughs> and I'm thinking about the people in the, you know, at the order thing. Some of them are so quick talking. And they cut you off before you're done, you know? Yes, I'd like a flopper. You want cheese on that? No. <laughs> I hope you say it just like that. Well, it's not. Now, Matt, come on. Let them finish their order. Right. Then you can say it. Well, they got they got things to do. All right. See, I need to be a consultant. <laughs> yeah. <that's... laughs> I could I could teach all these youngsters the proper etiquette of uh, an increased sales twofold to boot. Okay. <laughs> Well, what do you got this weekend? What's going on? Well, let's see. I am uh, giving the the talk at church this week. Oh, so you're it. Oh, yeah. I'm doing the big message. Oh. Do you feel pressure when you do that? Uh, um, are you nervy? Sometimes. Okay. Yeah. Because you've got a rather large congregation. Yeah. You know. It's all right. And you guys do a number of services, right? I do, too. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So you've got that. Yeah. Kind of watch any football Maybe. We'll see how it goes. Okay. Maybe. That's about all there is. Right. You know, so. so have a good weekend, buddy. <sighs> what do you got going on? Well, you know me. I'm an up and comer. You are. Out, you have a lot outgoing. Going. You have a lot happening. Super traveler. Yes. You know, so uh, probably nothing. Okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> have I'll a good one. See you Monday, buddy. This has been Tidbits with Dale Lau and Matthew Paul. We appreciate you listening, and we ask that you consider subscribing, leave a comment, leave a like, and thanks for stopping by. We'll talk to you again next time on Tidbits.